Island Church in Galveston, Texas welcomes you to our podcast. We trust that you will be encouraged by today's message. Now, as many of you know, I live in the beautiful state of Virginia. I live in the mountains. I'm a hillbilly. But I woke up yesterday morning and it was cold. It was 42 degrees. I said, Lord, should I stay in bed? He said, no, go to Galveston. I said, but Lord, I need a word. He said, Acts chapter 8, verse 26 says, arise and go toward the south. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, God is good. God is good all the time. We miss our pastors. How many of you love and appreciate our pastors? Pastors Rusty and Leah, come on, shout amen. But I'm glad all of our great staff and leadership are here with us. I love you. I honor you. I bless you. I love Island Church. I love Island Church. Would you turn, please, this morning to the Gospel of Mark? I'm reading from the King James Version. The Gospel of Mark. That's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Mark, chapter 4. You better get ready. Because God has a double for you. Honey, raise your hands up, honey. God says get ready because in this coming week, things are going to change. Things are going to shift. You're going to see some things you've been crying out for, believing God for, for a long time. This is your time. This is your, your season. Get ready. Get ready. It's on the way. Get ready. Get ready. Just hearken to what he would say. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory! I'm ready to preach. Glory to God. Now, I was just in Georgia, and thank God for Georgia. I love Georgia. Speaking of Georgia, some of you may not know this, but I come from a mixed marriage. I do. My daddy's from Alabama. My mama's from Georgia. It's true. But I was just in Georgia, and I got a great, great testimony. How many of you love great testimonies? I was at this same church about a year ago. In fact, it was August of last year. And there was a girl sitting out there, and she turned to her aunt. And she said, I've got to go up for prayer. I'm going to let Brother Danny pray for me. She said, for what? She said, because I've got pregnant four times, and I've had four mis miscarriages. I've been having trouble getting pregnant. And staying pregnant, I'm tired of this trouble. I'm going up for prayer. And she comes up to the prayer line. She said, Brother Dan, let me tell you, I said, zip it. Don't say a word. I said, God just told me that he is going to give you double for your trouble. I didn't pray for her. The pirate got hit her. She went down. Well, she got up. And she was saying, did he say what I think he said. Well, about two months later, guess what? She found out she was pregnant with what? Twins. And I got to bless them last week. Hallelujah. Woo! But God has sent, he's got a double feet, not children per se. But I'm talking about, somebody said, thank God. <laughs> but I'm talking about get ready, double joy, double peace, double blessings, double anointing, double increase, 
is on the way. Do you believe that? Let me say this. We're going to start off this morning nice and easy, quiet, sober, somber, reserved, laid back, low-key, and dignified. <laughs> but come out tonight. Come on now. <laughs> Mark chapter 4. Are you there, please? Mark chapter 4, beginning with verse number 35. And the same day when the evening was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. Yeah. Come on, brother. And when they sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. There arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they wake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. I like yeah. that, don't you? Amen. Peace be still. Yeah. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And it said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this? Hallelujah. Yeah. That even the wind and the sea obey him. The chapter 5, verse 1. And they came over unto the other side of the sea. I got a word for you. We're going to make it. I said, we're going to make it. Guess what? You're going to make it. Why don't you make it personal? I am going to make it. Tell you never say, you are going to make it. Come on, tell them, please. Say, you are going to make it. Father God, we thank you for your word. Your word is life-giving. Your word is life-changing. Father, I believe today because of your word, we will never be the same again. We thank you now. We bless you. And all of God's people said together, amen. That sounded good. You better say it again. Amen. I said we are going to make it. The storm rages, but we're safe in the rock of ages. Come on now. Hell may come against you in many ways, but we're safe in the ancient of days. I woke up early this morning. Now, I'm an early riser. Three o'clock comes early every morning. It does. I don't get up at three, but it does come early. Come on now. <laughs> but when I got up early this morning, I was praying for you, the saints of Island Church. And the Lord said this, Hell will assail, but you are going to prevail. Come on now. I said, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. You see, all across this country, around the world, in this hour, people are gripped with fear. Because of so many things that are coming against them, they're gripped with fear. And so many people, they've lost their faith. Faith in God and faith in the Word of God and fear has gripped them. What is fear? It is F. E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. 
What is fear? Fear is the dark room where negatives are developed. But God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Fear comes against you like a mad dog on the loose. Fear comes against you to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But the Bible tells us, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not afraid, for I am thy God. For I will help thee, yea, I will strengthen thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. There's so many things that happen when fear comes. One thing is this, when fear comes against you, when fear takes hold of you, Fear causes you to forget. The Bible tells us in Psalms 103, verses 1 and 2, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and what? And forget not. Say those two words. And forget not. Come on, say it again. Forget not. You need to remember. Forget not. And forget not all of his benefits. How many of there are many, many benefits in our God? Come on now. Somebody said, what kind of fits do you have down at Island Church? You can tell them, we've got benefits. Come on now. But the Bible says, and forget not all of his benefits. Now, what are some of the benefits? There's the benefit of the presence of God. There's the benefits of the promises of God. There's the benefits of the power of God. There's the benefits of the peace of God. And here in Mark chapter 4, the disciples, they forgot because fear gripped them. But notice what happened. Jesus said to his disciples, he said, let us pass over unto the other side. He's saying the same thing to you. He said, let us pass over to the other side. And so they got into the boat in the night season. They're on their way across the sea. But the Bible tells us a great storm arose. Has anybody ever had a great storm arise in your life? Come on now. I'm not talking about an itsy bitsy teeny witty, but I'm talking about a great storm. You can call it by many names. You can call it an attack, a battle. A crisis, a dilemma. Let's just call it a storm. But know this, your God will deliver you every single time. Come on, church. All through the Bible and through history, he brought those out of storms. He brought Daniel out of the lion's den. He brought Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out of the fiery furnace. He brought Paul and Silas out of the jailhouse in Philippi. He brought Gilligan from off the island. Come on now. <laughs> he said, let us pass over to the sun. But that storm arose. And what happened? The Bible says, and the winds begin to blow. Say that, please. And the winds begin to blow. And what else? And the waves begin to beat. Say it. And the waves begin to beat. There are two things there, first of all, and the winds begin to blow and the waves begin to beat. Now, what is that? The winds are the unseen forces. And the waves are the seen forces. So many times there are going to be the unseen forces coming against you. Come on, church. I'm talking about demonic activity, spiritual warfare. All of hell begin to come against you seemingly every which way blues. The unseen forces. Has anybody ever gone through 
those kinds of storms. But also there's a, the waves, the seen forces. I'm talking about death, divorce, death, all kinds of situations. But guess what? It doesn't matter because he said, I didn't say, but he said, let us pass over to the other side. And the great storm arose and the winds began to blow and the waves began to beat against the ship. And the disciples, they were gripped with what? Fear. That's a dirty, full-letter word. And they were gripped with fear and they woke up the master. What was he doing? He was asleep on a pillow. Now, how could he sleep in the midst of it all? Because Jesus said, I only say what I hear my father saying. Only do what I see my father doing. So he had a peace. He had a confidence that they were going to make it because the father said, you're going to make it. But they woke him up. They woke him up. They woke him up. They said, Master, carest thou not that we perish. He said, why are you so fearful? But you see, fear calls them to what? To forget. What did they forget about? They forgot about the presence of God. They forgot about who was on board with them on that ship. Who was on board with them? The prophet's Messiah, the virgin-born Son of God, God manifest in the flesh. Who's on board with them? El Shaddai. Who's on board with them? Emmanuel, God with us. Who's on board with them? Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is ever present. Who's on board? And let me tell you something, the same God is on board with you in the midst of it all. Hell may rage and hell may roar. But he's on board with you, church. Never forget it. Because he said, lo, I am with you always. He said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I'm so glad he walks with me and he talks to me. Aren't you glad of that? But when you allow fear to begin to ride rush out over your life, fear will cause you to forget about who's with you. But not only is he with you, guess what? More than that, he is in you. Woo, aren't you glad of that? Hallelujah. He abides, he abides, he abides. But fear calls him to forget about what? The presence of God. I'm going to come on down. I don't like being high lifted up. But also fear calls him to forget about what? The promise of God. What's the promise of God? He said to them, he said, let us pass over unto the other side. He's a covenant-keeping God. The Bible tells us in Numbers 23, verse 19, for God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. I love that. It says, for God is not a man that he should lie. I like Titus 1, verse 2 even better. It says, and God cannot lie. If he said it, he'll do it. Right. If he spoke it, it will come to pass. Yeah. You said, what about the storm? What about the storm, honey? Do you think that's changed God Almighty? Do you think that has altered his promises? No. Before God will fail to keep his promise to you, he'll pry up the streets of gold. He'll put the pearly gates in a pawn shop and he'll put the angels on half ration. He will keep his word. Why? Because Psalms 138 verse 2 says, but he's magnified his word above his name. Come on now. Whoa. That ought to cause you to shout. 
But has the storm nullified God's word? No. What does God promise you individually? And what does God promise Island Church before this Koran Moran devil started knocking? Do you think the Lord said, well, here it is. I guess I can't keep my word. No, honey, no, no, no. All the promises of God in him are yea and amen. I like to add a plus to that, and I'm not taking no for an answer. Hallelujah. Woo! I'm talking about that they forgot about the promise of God. You may be going through storms and heartaches and troubles and trials and woes and calamity and adversity, but guess what? Mark it down. Mark it down to us. If God promised it to you, he will bring it to pass. If God's promised it to you, Brother Allen, Miss Pat, it will come to pass. Oh, Brother George, if God said it, he would do it. You can mark it down, beloved. Why? Because he said, I didn't say it, but he said, let us pass over to the other side. What did he say? He said, I'm going to restore your marriage. I'm going to bring complete healing manifestation to you. I'm going to set you free from every chain, every shackle, every bond, every fetter. I'm going to save your children and your grandchildren. I'm going to give you a good-looking spouse. I'm going to give you a Boaz, not a bozo. Come on now. God said, I'm going to get you out of debt. Come on. You got to shout now. Come on now. But you see, don't let fear grip you and pull you down because it'll cause you to forget. Woo, what kind of storms come your way? I've gone through storms in my life. Do I get a witness? Do I get a witness? I've gone through all kinds of storms. Ten years ago this weekend, I lost the love of my life, my best friend, my bride, my sweetheart. I called him a hunk, a hunk of burning love. <laughs> Woo, but guess what? In the midst of it all, I knew that he was with me. And I knew that I had a, a promise from God that everything was going to be all right. The doctor said my son was going to be born crippled, and no more to form, retarded. He said my son would be no more than a mere, than a mere vegetable. He would never function right. Guess what? That it was a liar. He graduated from high school with 26 college hours. He's brilliant. He's smart. Hallelujah. Kind of like his mama. Come on now. <laughs> oh, but guess what? It doesn't matter what may come my way, what may come your way. Storms will arise. Yeah. Or you've been negative, no, I'm being biblical. The Bible says, when thou walkest through the fire. It doesn't say if, it says when. But the best part is this, when thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned. Come on now. <laughs> Woo! And when thou goest through the waters, they shall not overflow thee. The Bible says, in the world you shall have tribulation. He said, but be of good cheer, for I've overcome the world. But you've got to remember his presence. Come on now. His presence. And remember his promise. Because what else? Fear calls them to forget about the power of God. Now here they were on board that ship in the midst of the sea. The storm was raging, but they forgot about the power of God. They forgot about what the Lord Jesus had done in days gone by. They forgot about it. Jesus turned the water into wine. How Jesus walked upon the water. How Jesus fed the 5,000. How Jesus cleansed the leper. How Jesus raised the dead. 
how we went about doing good and healing all those that are oppressed of the devil. They forgot about the power of God. What about you? Have you forgotten about the power of God? Have you forgotten about how he brought you out of a life of sin and degradation? How he brought you out of the mire and put you in the choir? Have you forgotten about he set you free from all kinds of addictions and habits and hang-ups? Have you forgotten about how we restored your marriage? Have you forgotten about how we healed your body when the doctor said there is no way, there is no hope, there is no way? Have you forgotten about the power of God? Oh, my friend, he's a mighty God. He's a powerful God. He's a mighty, powerful God. Come on, shut and I know some of you right now I could go to some of you right now by the spirit of God you're going through a storm honey but God says don't worry it's about ready to come into a halt hallelujah get ready get ready get ready but they forgot about what the presence of God they forgot about the promise of God they forgot about the power of God, but guess what else? They forgot about the what? The peace of God. They woke him up and said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? He woke up, kind of rubbed his eyes. Probably yawned a little bit, you know, just. He said, why are you so fearful? Why is it that you have no faith? And then the Bible says, he rebuked the winds, the unseen forces. My friend, hell may be coming against you. Every demon spirit around may be camped outside on your front lawn. But guess what? He's going to rebuke it for you. He arose. The Bible says he arose. Guess what? He's going to get it for you. He arose and he rebuked the winds. I like that. And then he said to the waves, I love this. He said, peace be still. Come on, say that. Peace be still. And the original it says, be muzzled. That's enough. Come on now. Woo! And I believe the Lord's saying the same thing to all the sin forces that are coming against you. Be muzzled. That's enough. Stop it. Zip it. Shut up. No more. Come on. Woo! But you see, the disciples, they forgot about who was on board with them. But who was on board with them? We can call them the many names. I had to call him my friend, my Lord. But also he's called what? The Prince of Peace. And they didn't realize that the same Prince of Peace who spoke peace be still to the waves could speak peace be still to whoever you're going through. My friend, heartache may come and trouble may come. I'm not prophet of doom and gloom and war and calamity. But I'm saying this, you better get ready. Because he is going to speak peace to your life. Amen. I close with this. We're first closing. <laughs> I may have shared this before. I don't know. I've been here about 17 years. But a number of years ago, I was in Palos Heights, Illinois, outside of Chicago. At a great street called the Stone Church. The church was started by, by Marie Woodworth Edder in an 18-month revival. But I was at that church having a great time, but I was going through hell. Come on, let's be honest. Has anybody ever gone through hell and back? Come on, talk to me, somebody. Would you come to the keyboard, please, and begin to play? Hallelujah. Did Brother Frank get raptured? Hallelujah. <laughs> if he did, we're in deep trouble. Come on now. 
Lord, I'm sorry. I repent now. <laughs> Whatever it was, I don't know. But, but I was in that church, and, and I was there in a great revival, and people were getting saved and healed and filled and thrilled and blessed and touched. But I was going through hell and back. Doing, you know what I'm talking about? I was going through hell and back. I mean, this had gone on for several months. I was going through spiritual warfare for several months. Hell was coming against me on every side. But in the midst of it all, I knew that what? He was with me. He was my God. And I knew that I had a promise from Almighty God. Son, I'm with you all the way. I knew he was a powerful God. I knew he was a Prince of Peace. But I was going through hell and back. Begin to play Brother Frank and the key of H. That's for Holy Ghost. <laughs> but I came back on a Tuesday night from that revival. And hell was bombarding me. Something like every demon spirit in Illinois was there in that motel room. And I said, I can't take it, I can't take it, I can't take it, I can't take it anymore, I can't take it anymore. I said, Lord, I love you, but God, I'm going through hell and back. The storm is raging. Some of you will, let's be honest, how many of you, you've gone through some storms of like, come on, talk to me now. You don't have to say what it is, but how many of you are going through some storms right now? Come on, talk to me now. Yes, some storm. But I said, Lord, I'll preach tomorrow night the last night of this revival but after tomorrow night I'll never 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 preach again I woke up the next morning I felt worse than the night before spiritual warfare was raging against me and the Lord says son but you're going to end the ministry today I said yes Lord he said but are you going to walk away from me I said no no, Lord I never do that I'll be faithful in the pew but not the pulpit he said, read Psalms 138. I didn't feel like reading the Bible. Come on, let's be honest. Have you been there before? But I love Psalm 138. There's eight verses in that Psalm, one of my favorites. So I reached over to grab my Bible. I turned over to Psalm 138, begin to read. Verses one through seven, nothing there, dry as could be. But I got to verse number eight. Would you put it up, please, if you can? Psalm 138, verse 8. I get a verse number 8 of Psalms 138. And it says this, The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. I preached on that verse about a year or so before that. That means this, the Lord will make perfect all that pertains to your life. I read the verse again, the Lord will perfect that was concerned with me. And I started feeling those Holy Ghost doodads. Woo! Woo! Started feeling good. And it says, son, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. I was in a storm, I was in a storm. Would you stand, please, everybody stand? He said, son, because I will perfect that what's concerned your life. And I said, Lord, I'll hold on a little bit longer, but Lord. And then I felt impressed to call a pastor friend of mine in Montgomery, Alabama. 
I called Pastor Steve Vickers, Christian Life Church, Montgomery, Alabama. Usually the phone would ring at the church, they'd be the receptionist, transferred his secretary, then him. But this day he was walking by the receptionist's desk that she was away for a moment. The phone was ringing. He picked it up and said, Good morning, Christian Life Church. I recognized his voice. I said, Brother Steve, he recognized my voice. He said, Danny, hold on just a moment. He started speaking in tongues. I said, why is he praying in tongues? He spoke in tongues for about 10, 11, 12 seconds. And then he said, yea, my son, did not I just speak to you only moments ago saying that the Lord will perfect that which concerneth thee. You need to get a hold of that verse. I dropped that telephone. I started having a Holy Ghost conniption fit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dancing around. And I found, I said, oh, I forgot. I just, I was talking to Steve. I picked up the phone and said, hello. He said, are you still there? I said, barely. Almost got raptured away. He said, well, what do you need? I said, that's all I need. I'll talk to you later. Got to go. I hung up the phone, and no more than one second later, I hung up the phone rang. Does anybody know what I said? Tell you yes. Hello? I said, hello. It was my little Holy Ghost mama. And she said, good morning, son. I said, good morning, mama. There she said, son, I don't know what all was going on. But I was up all night long praying for you. And just a few minutes ago, the Holy Ghost told me to call you and to tell you these words. I said, what words, Mama? She said, the Lord will perfect my what's concerned of thee. Hallelujah. Wow. Guess what happened? The Lord spoke, peace be still. <clears throat> I want everybody to raise your hands up high and say, I'm going to make it. I want everybody in the church, everybody that believes you're going to make it, wave those hands at me. I want everybody right now to get out of your seats and come around the altar. Now, come on, hurry, 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 hurry. Whoa, hurry. Come on, hurry. Come on, come on, come on. Don't worry about anything. I've been tested positive for faith in God. Hallelujah. Come on. Whoa. Come up closer. How many of you know that he is with you? His presence. How many know that His word is true? He's faithful and true. How many He's got the power to change your situation, to turn it all around? And how many know that He's got the peace that passes all understanding for you? Look at me, honey. Raise your hands up high. The healing power of God's all of you right now. Hallelujah. Oh, you, you haven't said a word to me, but you need the touch of the master right now. Raise your hands up. In the name of Jesus right now. In the intestinal line. Be healed right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And around the base of your neck, the base of your cerebellum. Is that right, honey? Right now. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo! Oh, glory. Oh. Hallelujah! Whoa! Begin to move your fingers. Arthritis, 
is being released from your fingers. Arthritis from your fingers. Especially the right hand. Under the right of the fingers. They're being released. They're being released. You're being healed. You're being healed. You're being healed. You're being healed. Whoa. How many believe that? Come on, shout amen. Whoa. And don't worry. He's going to give you the answer. It's on the way. There's some things you need direction and clarity for right now. Is that right, honey? Is that right? He was saying, Lord, what about this and what about that? God says, don't worry. He says, I've got everything under control. Woo! He said, don't fret, because it ain't over yet. Hallelujah. Get ready. The Lord says, soon and very soon, he's going to turn for you. Hallelujah. The answer is coming. Divine direction. And you're going to know, it's not going to be, is it this or not? Lord, you're going to have the divine You're going to know that you know that you know. Do you believe that? Oh, yeah. Get ready, Miss Pat. Raise your hands upon him. I just hear the Spirit of God say, you've been faithful, you've been faithful. And God said, between now and the end of the year, some things you've been praying about, some things you've been longing for, some things you've been crying out, you haven't seen it yet. You've seen a few things happen to a measure, to a degree. But God said, between now and the end of this year, you'll see many things come to pass in rapid, rapid fashion. So get ready, saith God. It's on the way, it's on the way. Whoa, rejoice even now. It's on the way. Can somebody shout amen? amen. Whoa. I could pray for everybody right now. Come back for the second service one more time. Hallelujah. Whoa. Come on now. But tonight we're going to cut loose. As I was praying earlier this morning, I said, Lord, what I do at the close of the first service? He said, tell them if they believe, they're going to make it. And I just told him, he said, you're going to do it. Let me say this. Who brought that storm? Did God send the storm? No. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. Why did he not want them to pass over? And chapter 5, verse 1 says, and they passed over to the sea. Because he knew, the enemy knew, on the other side, what was there? As soon as they stepped off the boat, verse one says they made it, but verse two says a man came out of the tombs full of demons and he was set free. Immediately after he was set free, the woman with the issue of blood was healed. After she was immediately, Jairus' daughter was raised from the dead. That's why hell didn't want them to make it. But I've come here to tell you this as a man of if you only knew, if you only knew, was waiting for you on the other side. If you only knew, whoa! If you only knew, you begin to what? You shout. Hold on, not yet, not yet, not yet. Greater harmony in your marriage greater peace in your home and your family, greater blessings, raises, bonuses, 
perks, benefits. Come on now. Ideas that God's going to give you. What's waiting for you on the other side? Greater miracles. Greater healings. Greater anointings. Greater things in God. But if you only knew, it shall. For this morning, I said, Lord, what do I do? What do I do? He says, tell them this morning to shout, and I'm going to work it out. So on the count of three, when I say three, when I say three, I want you to lift your voice and begin to shout a shout of praise. On the count of three, get ready. One, two, three. Hallelujah. 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 I'll say it again and again. We're going to make it. You're going to make it. You make it personal. I'm going to make it. But I close with this very quickly. I've never had and never will in almost 48 years of ministry close the service without asking, where do you stand with God? Where do you stand with God? If your life ended today, are you ready to meet God? If you died today, God forbid, but if you did, are you ready to stand before God? Are you ready? A couple years ago, I was in Atlanta, Georgia. It was early evening, and my flight got canceled. I said, where can I fly home? Well, you want me to catch a flight to tomorrow at noon? That's the earliest flight we'll get you on. I said, that's unacceptable. I got an early morning meeting. I got to get to. Very important. I said, I'm sorry, sir. That's no do. So I got to run a car. Left out of Atlanta, Georgia. Going home. Driving home 450 miles. Out of Atlanta, about an hour out of Atlanta. Looked ahead in the interstate. Cars were pulled over. There was a major wreck there. And I pulled up there. And a couple of cars were flipped over. And I saw some people meeting. I couldn't go because the interstate was blocked. I got out. I went up there. Got closer from here to the wall. I could see people gather around somebody, so I land there. And Lord said, go minister to them. I walked up, I said, excuse me, I said, who are you? I said, excuse me, who, who are you? Well, I got my doctor, I said, Dr. Divinity. I said, I'm Dr. Danny Johnston. Oh, okay, let him through, let him through. <laughs> the man was laying there. I knew at any moment he was going to die. He was majorly injured. His voice box was like, <laughs> come back to breathe. And I said, sir, you've been hurt severely, but hurt bad. Do you know that? If you can understand what I'm saying, you agree, just blink your eyes. It, I said, do you know the Lord is your Savior? He didn't say anything. I said, would you like to know Jesus? Would you like to know that you're going to make heaven? You're going to blow those eyes so fast. I said, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. When I say something you agree with, it, just agree with me. Jesus, I need you. You blink those eyes. Jesus, I believe you're the risen Son of God. Blink those eyes. I live in a sinner's prayer. Living in the sinner's prayer, and as soon as I finish, here comes the ambulance. Said, let us through, let us through. I said, sir, you've accepted Jesus. He's your Lord, you're heaven bound. They said, let us through. They picked him up before he got the ambulance. He was dead. So life ended so abruptly. He didn't know what he got that morning. That somebody pulled out in front of him in the state and caused a major collision. He didn't know. But what about you? Heads are bowed, then eyes are closed. You gotta be born again. You gotta be ready to meet him.
every head is bowed, every eyes closed. So if you're here today, you've never been saved, you've never been born again. You've never made Jesus the Lord of your life. But you're going to make it. You're going to know, you're going to know that you're ready. You're going to know that you're heaven bound and not hell bound. If you're here today, you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life. You never said, Jesus, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. And maybe you've grown cold. Maybe you've slipped away. You're not living for God like you once did. It's for you and God. If you're not where you should be with God, but you want me as a man of God to pray for you. Would you raise a hand right now? Would you raise a hand? God bless you. There's one. Is there another? Quickly before we pray. Is there another? There's another. Everybody look up, look up, look up. I want you to raise your hand and everybody else to pray this after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I need you in my life. Without you, I made a mess of my life. Jesus, I believe in the Son of God. You paid the price for my salvation. You shed your blood for me to wash me clean of all my sin. You died for me, but you rose from the dead for me. You're the living Lord. And ask you right now to come in my life and be the Lord of my life. Take over my life, all of my life, from this time forth and forevermore. And with your help, I'll live for you. I'll serve you all of my days. I'm yours. You're mine. We're together forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo! You either raise your hands and pray the prayer. Maybe you didn't raise your hands, but you need to and you pray the prayer. What do you do now? You read the Bible every day. It's a good book. It is. I know the author personally. We're family. What else? You pray every day. Well, I don't know how to pray. You talk to God like you talk to your best friend. Just leave out the cuss words. Come on now. And what else? Every time the church doors are open, you be here. I love you. God bless you. I'll see you in the next service or see you tonight. God bless you. Anything else? You're dismissed. Love on somebody and tell them, say, you are going to make it. Come on, tell them. Say, you are going to make it. Thank you for listening to Island Church's podcast. To find out more information about Island Church in Galveston, Texas, visit our website at islandchurchgalveston.com.